Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio Sirius XM Channel 80. Say, play ESPN on your smart speakers. Bang, we're right there. Download the podcast. Joel Embiid and the Sixers. I had a list of the best big men in the game on, and by big men, over, over 6'10, right? Best players over 6'10 in the world because KD's over 6'10. He's not a big, doesn't play like a big. But a lot of bigs don't play like bigs anymore. And I had a list of here are the best players over 6'10. I had Embiid third. And um, Shanae Gumake was on the show with me and said she'd actually put Embiid fourth. I think he must have heard us. Because he matched up with Giannis, who I had right above him. And Giannis did his thing. Giannis and Embiid have been going back and forth in recent years. But Embiid put in work like 42-14 and 14 in the win. Harry Douglas joins us now on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. He was on first take with Sam Acho yesterday. And Sam had his list of top five quarterbacks. Key, let's see if you can guess who's missing, okay? Take a guess now? Yeah, why not? Guess now. So, okay, so Tom Brady's probably missing off the list because he's not playing. Deshaun Watson's probably off the list. Mm -hmm. So you probably got Aaron Rodgers. He's Hmm. on the list. Here, I'll go five. Josh Allen. Mm -hmm, He's on the list. Lamar Jackson. Nope. Okay, so give me the list. I'll go five to one. <laughs> Harry, you ready for the list five to one? Oh, I'm ready. At five, Joe Burrow. I got no beef with that. Okay, whatever. At four, Aaron Rodgers. I got no okay, beef with that. whatever. Ready for this one? At three, Matthew Stafford. Now we got a little beef. At, what? Yeah, Stafford at three. At two, Justin Herbert. Oh, hell no. I got to Man, who well, put this list together? At, Herbert hasn't proved it yet, but no, no, it's not hold, bad hold, as a hold, prediction hold, for no, next no, no, year. Who put this list together? Sam Acho. And at one, Josh Allen. So one, two, three, four, five. Allen, Herbert, Stafford, Rogers, Burrow. Wait, hold on. Yeah. I don't even care about the order, Harry. Am I missing something? Yeah, man. Because I didn't hear... Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes, Russell Wilson, Kyler Murray, Dak Prescott. Well, they can't all be in the top five, no, I, but I'll tell I you one. It, but I'll tell I you didn't hear none of their names. Harry, who's the one name, Harry, that's not on the list that has to be at least in the top five? Oh, if, if anyone's making a list of quarterbacks of top five in the NFL right now, Patrick Mahomes should be on everybody's list no matter what. If you don't have them one – Okay, but I think you got to explain yourself. If you don't have him two, come on now. If you don't have him in the top two, he doesn't have him in the top five. Sam Ocho, ESPN uh, football analyst, on first take on why he left Mahomes off the top five quarterbacks list. 
People are going to say, what about Patrick Mahomes? Where is he? And I get that. But the last time that I saw Patrick Mahomes, once again, my list, my rules, my criteria, the last time I saw Patrick Mahomes, he really was the reason they lost in that second half and in the overtime against Cincinnati. And so at this moment in time, that's why he's not on my top five list. Well, that by the way, Harry, he did make, like, if, if his criteria is at this moment, like we just said, who's the best player in the world in the NBA at this moment, Embiid, like after last night, Embiid, doesn't mean he'll be that tomorrow. Man, I can't, I can't, I, I'm, I just can't, Max, I can't listen to well, this. Well, Mahomes did he, fold down the stretch of the game when last seen, that's not, not I, true. I, I, Max, I can't. But, but, but no, Max, listen to this, he had Josh Allen, one, who beat, exactly. I mean, who Patrick Mahomes beat mm-hmm. in the playoffs. Exactly. That's just who, that that game. They were both incredible. It's whoever had the ball last. But it still, doesn't matter. Mahomes he still won lost. the game. Look, I would have Mahomes number one, but uh, this is not my list. So that's the reasoning is Patrick Mahomes do. down the stretch folded against Burrow. That is true. He had a bad second half. It's uncharacteristic of him. Okay, but he did have so a bad second half. So he should. You so you saying he shouldn't be on the list, Max? No. Yeah. To, I just said Patrick Mahomes is my number one. One. Okay. Not so two. What the hell is, one. So what the hell is he talking about then? What is he just looking for? Attention? No, he got his own list. Key, his own criteria, his own oh, list. Oh, God. Stop, man. That list is... No. Stop. You can't... How are you going to leave Patrick Mahomes off of the top five quarterbacks in the National Damn Football League. That's why it's a hot take. Harry, you were supposed to have your list yesterday, but you're going to do it today instead. So here is Harry's top five NFL quarterbacks. You want to do it, Harry? Number five. Number five. I had a 5A and a 5B, so my 5B was Joe Burrow. Went to the uh, Super Bowl, got his team there. We seen what he did throughout the playoffs. But my 5A was Justin Herbert because Justin Herbert has accomplished, in my eyes, more in the National Football League than Joe Burrow. Won Rookie of the Year last year. Then when the two faced off this year, Joe, uh, Justin Herbert got the best of Joe Burrow. Now, my number four. My number, number four. four. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Harry. My number four was Matthew Stafford. And I'll tell you this. Matthew Stafford would not have made my top five list if he didn't win the Super Bowl. So put so, Aaron Donald there. What are, <laughs> top the, five quarterbacks. The, the reason why he made my list is because he, he won the Super Bowl. And part of the reason why they had that run is because late in games, he showed up big. And we seen it on that last drive, them going no huddle, finding Cooper Cup, make it, had the no-look throw or, what, or whatnot. But that's why Matthew Stafford's my number four. Number three. Number three. I have Josh Allen. I think Josh Allen is ascending. I love the, uh, love the way he progressed this year in the National Football League, not forcing things, taking what the defense gave him, hitting his check downs to his running backs, to his tight ends. But not only can Josh Allen do it with his arm, and we all know about his arm talent, he does it with his legs as well. Had over 700 yards rushing. So that's why I love Josh Allen at number three. Mm-hmm. Number two. Number two for me is Patrick Mahomes. I had Patrick Mahomes right here because he, 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 him and Aaron Rodgers, you can have them 1A and 1B, mm-hmm. 1 or 2, either or. Uh, I think both of those guys, uh, I think when you look at the talent from the quarterback position, are the best that we've ever seen, right? The things that they can do with the football, the way they throw, the way they extend plays, and just make throws that not anybody else can make. And then that goes to my number one is Aaron Rodgers. You can't be back-to-back MVPs of the National Football League and not be number one. Not to mention, he's only had nine interceptions in two 
years. He takes care of the football. That's why Aaron Rodgers is my number one. Key? That's a good list. I don't I don't have any problem with that list at all. I, I have I really a little do. problem with it, Harry. With who? You cheated. You put six in. It's a top five. You did the A-B thing. You nah, got to lose. That's not cheating. That's what I do. It not Because you did a top <laughs> six list, which is fine if you have Burrow six. But you're saying Joe Burrow's actually not in the top five. I get it. It's a short resume. Um, but, I, but I've always said, Max, that I, I would take Justin <laughs> Herbert over Joe Burrow. You know what? I did too. I, I, I don't know. Like, here's, here's honest. Let me, let me, Key, do you have a list? Do you have a top five? Real quick in the top of my head, I'm going to go Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, and probably Justin Herbert right okay. now. I understand that. I think both – I would take Stafford out of the top five, but but every – you know, different strokes for different folks. Now, that – those lists make sense in terms of a body of work and everything. But I'm projecting into next year. Part of this is predictive, not just like what they did, but what they're going to do. And I would have Mahomes one because I care about what you do under pressure. I've seen Rodgers underperform based on his normal standard too many times now in the playoffs. I mean, you know, I, I, I just saw it this year. He didn't get there. He didn't get it done last year. Like it's a lot already. I would go Mahomes one. I would actually, I know what this is going to sound like, guys. I'm talking about everyone's available. Who am I taking? I'm taking Burrow, the next dude. And then and then you could talk about Josh Allen or Justin Herbert or Aaron Rodgers. You do understand nobody's going to take Joe Burrow over Aaron Rodgers. Man. Except for me. Because the in the end, I, I like to win. You're the only one. What? You're the only in the play one, in the playoffs. Like Joe Burrow, just it took Aaron Donald to stop him from winning the Super Bowl in his first full season, coming off a national title where he had the greatest college game ever. Right after the greatest season Man, Aaron ever. Ro- Aaron Rodgers is four time MVP. He did it for the Super Bengals. Bowl winning, Super Bowl winning champion. He took the Bengals to the Super Bowl and lost. Dude. By, by a play, the Doesn't Bengals. Matter. They he lost every lost. game for five years. Don't be a prisoner of the moment. <laughs> yeah, Look. That, see, that's the thing. And, and, and Max, when Don't you say you look into the future, you also have to look at the body of work. You can't just look into the future. I appreciate that. When you look at Aaron Rodgers, he's done it at a high level for over a decade. Uh, if you look, I think your guys, if you, the most sober kind of let's take everything into consideration, has Rodgers or Mahomes one or two? And then Josh Allen right after that, and then you could figure out the rest. But for me, I'm talking about I'm trying to win Super Bowl next year. Who do I want? I want Patrick Mahomes one. I want Joe Burrow two. And then I want Herbert and Allen and Rodgers in some You do realize Joe Burrow may not even make the playoffs next year, man. Maybe not. Aaron Rodgers may not. No, Aaron Rodgers may not win a playoff game again because he didn't win one this year. I I can't do prisoner of the moment. I'm just telling you. I love prisoner Prisoner of of the moment. moment. Man, stop it, Max. As soon as I see a moment, I say take me prisoner. With Sam, outro somewhere. That's right. I like. That's right. Drink, have a drink together, and talk about quarterbacks that y'all blind to see. Yes, Uh, that sounds. That sounds fun to me. Any (laughs) Harry Douglas, if a moment comes up to me, I say take me prisoner immediately. Um, all right, guys, we, 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 we've been into basketball today, football today. You know what we really haven't hit on yet? Major League Baseball. Keyshawn J. Willemax presented by Progressive Insurance, protecting small businesses with specialized coverages for commercial vehicles. More at ProgressiveCommercial.com. And uh, 
Guess who joins us now to talk baseball? The one and only Buster Olney, ESPN Baseball Insider. Buster, how, how could we not play Buster when it is right? Uh, come on. It's Buster Olney, guys. It's not that hard. What's up, Buster? Not much. Uh, just waiting to, you know, to see this. Uh, who's who's going to relent in this game of chicken, if anybody's going to relent in this game of chicken. Buster, what type of, go ahead, Keith. No, I was going to say, Buster, what type of progress has been made so far in yesterday's MLB uh, in the Players Association meeting? Almost none. Uh, look, they, you know, each side keeps on repackaging um, it, its offers, and it, it, they're not really moving toward the center. Uh, you know, they are some sort of a, a compromise point. It's like when the owners give a, you know, give an offer, they they mo- might move a little bit, or the players might move a little bit, but they're basically have, to this point have been repackaging what they had. Uh, you know, it's gotten to the point for sure where I think everybody understands that if they don't have a deal in place by the end of this month, then we are talking about losing games, you know, having games in the regular season in jeopardy. Um, and, I, I mean, look, it's going to take uh, one of the two sides. If, in fact, they're going to play on opening day, it's going to take one of the two sides to make a big step to the middle to essentially wave a white flag, uh, you know, to say, okay, you got us. You know, we, we're not going to put the sport in jeopardy. But I have absolutely no sense on either side that uh, for either side is, is prepared to do that at this point. Buster, I, I, forgive me if it was you who told me this, but I, I was wondering what's changed in in the um, negotiations between players and owners, where the players have been eating the owners' lunch since the seventies, at least every round of negotiations, beating them like a drum, and then suddenly it looks like the owners are starting to kind of come on. And I th- it may have been you who's mentioned they think they just got better lawyers, right? How much? Of it, though, is that the players have to wrap their heads around the fact that baseball has been marginalized and doesn't have the same kind of cultural currency it once did. And and so the players have kind of lost leverage in a way. Is, is that going on at all? Well, I, I don't. And it's been, you know, a, a larger concern watching this all play out. I don't think anybody is necessarily, uh, you, you know, really focused on that. I don't think anybody is really uh, to this point, acknowledge that that reality. Um, you know, you, you get the sense that each side is is you know making its argument and and uh, you know trying to put forward uh, proposals that advance their cause. But I I completely agree with your premise. I think the sport is at a really fragile moment um, in, in how it's perceived, especially by the youngest generation of fans. And if they don't actually play games early in the year because of the owner's lockout, uh, I think it's going to be an absolute body blow. And I say that as someone who's been covering the sport since 1989, you know, saw the fans' reaction to the, to the player strike of 94-95. I think it would be, you know, to, to uh, paraphrase Rob Manfred, it would be devastating. It would be disastrous for the sport if they don't get off the dime and actually play games. But at this point, I don't see either side necessarily – even remotely focused on that. Buster, what are some of the main things that the players are looking for in these negotiations? Well, they are looking to get um, younger players paid earlier in their careers because what we've seen is, is teams uh, you know, have used analytics um, they, and become more focused on efficiency. They are, instead of you know, seeing players reach free agency and, and uh, getting big paydays, instead what's happened – um, our, our teams are releasing players after three or four years, you know, creating a larger pool, 
uh, of free agents and the supply and demand has really worked against the players. The middle class free agents, the average salary in 2014 was $11.8 million per year. That number last winter dropped down to $6.2 million uh, in terms of how the middle class and the, and the youngest players are getting paid. So the players in their proposals are trying to get those guys, uh, you know, paid sooner. Yesterday, you know, they wanted to, their proposal was to expand the class of players eligible for arbitration after two years, um, which is probably a non-starter with the owners. So, what needs to happen to start this season on time right now? What needs to happen is that the owners who uh, absolutely destroyed the players in the last CBA negotiation, they lap them times five in terms of the financial ground that they gained. Mm-hmm. It's the owners who need to take that big step forward because they have the most financial ground. They have the most leverage. You know, the line I gave you, uh, you know, before was that, you know, in the mid-90s, the perception was that the union had the better lawyers. Well, the perception now is that the owners did, and that manifested in 2016 for sure. So it's the owners who need to take a big step forward. Um, and and I'll, I'll continue to say this. I, I've felt like this over the last six or seven years. There needs to be real engagement. We heard about this, you know, uh, negotiation yesterday, 15 minutes. You know, it's like the two sides are in their respective bunkers and they're lobbing mortars into the other side, but they're not really, uh, and they haven't. And I think, uh, you know, the best opportunity was over the last two or three years, gotten into rooms, spitballed and, get, you know, talked about how, uh, you know, this the potential plan works for us this way and maybe this will work for you that way. That's how Michael Weiner, the former uh, union leader, used to do this, used to have constant conversation with Major League Baseball we are not seeing constant conversations, and it's shocking because of what's at stake, as, as you referenced, Max. Buster, only ESPN Baseball Insider joining us on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Harry Douglas in for J. Will right now. Buster, so with all this, when it all settles and it boils down, and if the season doesn't start on time, who gets hurt the most, though? Well, I, I think that first off, the Golden Goose, you know, they all get hurt big picture. Uh, I, I think as this goes on, uh, you know, at the beginning, uh, I think the – and from the player's perspective, you know, to put games at risk, definitely uh, for, you can, you can uh, apply a body blow to the players. But as time goes on, that leverage begins to shift, Right. Uh, because the owners have the bigger pile of chips. If you think of it like a neighborhood poker game, uh, the owners, because they have more wealth, can simply wait longer. And that's been the risk all along. I'll never forget the night that this uh, owner's lockout began on December 1st. I got a text message from a really experienced agent who sent out to his players uh, because he was so worried about this nuclear situation developing between the two sides, sent out a note to his players that said, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, Happy Valentine's Day, you know, Happy Easter. I'll talk to you on Flag Day, which is on June 14th. Um, and there is a – I talked to a couple of sources on management side who, uh, in the last 48 hours who said if there's not a deal by March 1st, hunker down and dig in. This could go on a long time. And the worst part about it is in terms of the kind of uh, – in terms of American popular culture – a lot of people won't miss it, and I am not one of them, though. It kills me. We need baseball. It's not spring. It's not summer without baseball. The great Buster Olney, ESPN Baseball Insider. Thanks so much, as always, Buster. Okay, guys. Take care.
Mm-hmm. See, like, Key, even if you don't watch every inning of every game, in the summer, I just like it on, like, wallpaper. You know, like, I put my Yankees on. I watch it, like, uh, and, and then if they win, I, I watch the geek out on the post game, the whole thing. Uh, it kills me not to have baseball in the summertime. No, the, if the Dodgers is playing, I'm watching. If I if I can get to a TV or if I can go to a game, I'm for sure doing that. If it's anybody else, eh. That's I mean, the whole thing. Eh. That's Harry, that's the problem. Baseball, like, he will watch the Dodgers, period. I'll watch the Yankees, period. I'm not trying to watch other teams. But in the NFL, I'll watch everybody. And in the NBA, I'll watch most teams. And that's the difference. One's a local sport, baseball, and the other are national sports. Well, y'all know who I'm watching. The Braves. Watching the Atlanta Braves. Yeah. The Braves. World Series champions. But if it's... Okay. Sorry, Key, they beat your Dodgers. I understand. Yeah, it's all good, it's all man. Good. I ain't tripping. Right. But if the Padres are playing, you know, whoever, the Brewers, you're not watching, right? Well, I'm not, I'm, I can't say that because I, I'm, I'm a baseball guy. Mm. I grew up watching baseball, playing 100-some games a year. So I can sit there and watch... Major League Baseball, I can watch Little League Baseball, I can watch the College World Series Baseball in the tournament. Like, I can sit there and watch baseball, like, all day. Yeah, I wish I, – I love – baseball is my first love as a sport. Um, Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. And that's the last time we'll talk about baseball for a while. Like, that's the reality. <laughs> How much say should Dak Prescott get in the Cowboys' decision-making this offseason? We'll get into that next. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Keyshawn, Jay, Will, and Max. Harry Douglas in for Jay as he travels to Michigan for the game he is calling tomorrow. Jeremy Fowler with us, ESPN senior NFL reporter, to do some hot news or not news. You ready, Jeremy? I don't know. I'm a little nervous. A little nervous about this one, huh? Yeah, because it's. Uh, I, I want to feel how hot it is in the room. Okay. Let's see well, how this oh. goes. Dak Prescott says it would be nice to have some say in roster decisions this offseason. Hot news or not news? <laughs> I'm going to go not news just because of the context of the situation. He was asked by a reporter. He said, well, it's funny you asked that. I never really thought about it. And then he got into it. So I don't think there's something he was planting. Uh, if he was making a grand statement like, hey, this needs to change. I got to be all in on personnel. That'd be different. But I think he was just speaking his mind. Hey, you know, it'd be nice to, for them to come to me a little bit. You know, Jerry Jones, very powerful man. Uh, even if he went to Dak Prescott with, with some thoughts, I think he would make his own decisions at the end of the day. No question about it. It's not news. I think people want it to be news because of the situation that happened with Tom Brady a year yeah. ago. 
going into Tampa Bay and winning a Super Bowl and then Aaron Rodgers this past football season having a little bit of, you know, tit for tat back and forth with the Green Bay Packers to the point that they started to cave and get some things accomplished that he wanted. And I think people are letting it bleed over into Dak Prescott and the Dallas Cowboys. So not news. Yeah, I'm going to go not news, too. Dak Pres- Prescott is not the type of guy that wants controversy, right? He does. He's not the type of guy that's going to stir up those kind of things. Yeah. And then you look at the flip side of it. Jeremy, you just alluded to it. Jerry Jones is a strong-minded individual. It doesn't matter what Dak Prescott says, uh, uh, what opinion he gives him. Jerry is going to do what Jerry wants to do regardless at the end of the day. You know, I, it's not news because if you the only news is how perfectly Dak a- answered the question. Yeah. <laughs> like it, it was he it was he polite. hits he he answers it so perfectly. It's news because you want to put like I sometimes I'll say Key should start some kind of service where he you know consults on this is how you answer press questions right tricky media questions because yeah. he knows all and and that's what that's what Dak sounded like. It, l- listen to this quote. I think it just depends on whether they ask me. I'm not going in and knocking on doors saying, hey, I want this done. I want that done. But I'm pretty sure that my opinion will be valued in certain decisions, as I hope. So that being said, just plan on helping the team get better in every way I can. It's perfect. That's the only newsy thing is how perfect the answer is. All right. Kyler Murray regrets unfollowing Cardinals on social media. Jeremy Fowler, hot news or not news? He regrets it. I'm going to go. That's fairly hot news. That's a little lava flowing there. Um because this, this took on a life of its own uh, for really a, simply a 23-year-old uh, removing some social media content. If you, if you just look at it that way, it's not huge news. But the, fa- the way he did it, coming off a tough loss, it was mysterious. We know the subliminal messages are sent on social media. It just became a huge story, even though he's probably five to six months away from any substantial contract talks. Because that, that sort of thing takes time. And so I, I, I found the whole thing odd. I've been trying to process it. I don't know if the Cardinals fully understand it um if there's an olive branch delivered from murray at this point i think that's probably a positive and i I think this will run its course so i wouldn't say it's like magma hot news but it's fairly hot it's hot news because he put them on notice he put them on notice to let them know that he's not going to stand for any of their mess and they got to get it together and get it right whether it's a contract issue or just pointing fingers at him because of their late season collapse even though their offensive staff and offensive coaching in, under Cliff Kingsbury has been dismal in the second ha- half of seasons. I think it's hot news because I I have the mindset that if you're going to do something, do it. Don't go back and say you regret yeah. this or apologize for it. Hey, you did it. So it's hot news in those regards, in my eyes. I think it's hot news. Actually, I, I think we're missing it. Like The main hot news is he unfollowed the Cardinals on social media. Right. Oh, wait, is he going to be available? Is it? Yeah. No. Then he says, once he says – I regret it. That means that he ain't going anywhere. They're going to figure it out. All that stuff for now. He said so I think yeah, that he is, put him on notice. Yeah, I think he it's did. hot news. I think it's hot news that he kind of undid it a little bit. Right, you right. know, but the same thing that Harry doesn't like. That may be the case, but I yeah, think if it's you hot can't news. handle if you can't handle the heat, get out the kitchen. ESPN NFL insider Jeremy Fowler on the show now giving the straight talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. Or playing hot news or not news on Keyshawn J. Will and Max Harry Douglas in for a traveling to a college game that he is calling Jay Will. All right. Deshaun Watson wants to play for the Bucks or the Vikings. Jeremy, hot news or not news? <laughs> I, I mean, it's hot news. It's, it's my news, so I'll call it hot. But it's, those are teams on his, on his radar. He's, he's, you know, this is not like a formal discussion thing where he's breaking down, hey, these are teams I need to go to. He's worried about his case. 
uh, you know, the sexual assault allegations, he's still got to sort all that out. Um, but, you know, he's, he's looking at pieces that would fit, you know, team fits, uh, coaching, the chance to win, those kind of things. And those are two teams that, that have come up. So um, it, it's not news in the way that it's so early in the process, and this hasn't been like a, a thing that's really heated up. But, it, you know, it, it's, the fits would be really interesting. That's why I think it's hot news to be able to connect a guy who's a top-five talent of the position uh, with two teams that are either in transition or could be looking for a quarterback. It's only hot news because it's Jeremy Fowler news, and he's on our show. It's not news because I don't give a damn until he actually yeah. – gets yeah. cleared of all the, the allegations against him, and he can actually play on somebody's team. Yeah, I'm going to go with hot news with the simple fact that he shouldn't be worried about none of that right now. The only thing he should be worried about is getting through the situations that – not situations, situations with the S on it, situations yeah. that he has going on um, regarding a legal uh, matter. So I think when you look at the game of football – you look at what he's going through in the court systems right now. That's the only thing he should be worried about. Key and Jay, I'm with you a hundred percent. Like, hey Jay, I didn't know you were back. Sorry, sorry, Harry. Jay was Key, back Harry. Key and Harry Douglas in for Jay Will right now. Uh, I'm with you a hundred percent. Like, he, there are allegations that are very similar from 22 different women. He has got to account for that. People say, oh, Mike Vick, you know, went to jail. Okay. Yeah, he went through the legal process. Did and he's not permanently disqualified from playing in the NFL. Yeah. But you have to go through that process first. Find out all that went on. That has to be handled. He has to account for it, and then we can talk it. But, uh, Jeremy, it is hot news that he named two teams. Packers hiring Tom Clements as their quarterback's coach, Jeremy. Hot news or not news? I'm going to go not news. I know it, it led our segment on Get Up. I think just because it, it it's a entry point into the Aaron Rodgers discussion, uh, but it's a position coach and it's, it's somebody he's familiar with certainly, but this is a guy who's been a, a good coach for a long time in the game. So it's, it's not out of uh, the realm of possibility that they hire somebody who has Aaron Rodgers connections. Um, I, I do think it signals that they're all in to accommodate him and bring him back. Uh, but the, you know, the bigger hotter news will be what they do with Devonte Adams. If they franchise tag him, which I think is expected that signals. Okay. We we've said we're all in and we're still all in on trying to keep Rodgers and everybody in the band back together. It's hot news for a lot of what Jeremy Fowler said, but it's also a fallback position just in case Aaron Rodgers decides to go in a different direction. He can get Jordan Love up to speed and get him going. Mm. Yeah, I think it's hot news because he's coached Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. And the Packers are trying to do everything that they can to draw Aaron Rodgers to stay in Green Bay. And that's a guy that Aaron Rodgers is familiar with and comfortable with. So I think it's hot news. Yeah, hot news for exactly what Jeremy said. Keyshawn J. Willemax is presented by Progressive Insurance. Tune in to the ESPN Daily Podcast, bringing you a deep dive into a single story from one of ESPN's hundreds of reporters. Presented by Supercuts. Download, subscribe, and review ESPN Daily. Available wherever you enjoy your podcasts. Okay. Uh, Jeremy Fowler, thank you very much. That was hot news or not news. Thank you for having me. Where will Aaron Rodgers end up playing next season? This is why this is why the last one was a little hot news. What about Russell Wilson? We'll answer those questions and more in fill in the blank. The Keyshawn J. Will and Max Podcast.
For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. A loss for words? Not here. Fill in the blank. The college basketball season is heating up, and that means Wendy's Wooden Watch has begun. Go to ESPN.com and search Wooden Watch for the list of the Wooden Award nominees to watch as this season rolls on. Brought to you by Wendy's Breakfast. Now with a free drink with any breakfast sandwich purchase. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, Harry Douglas in for J. Will right now. ESPN Radio Series XM Channel 80. We're going to play fill in the blank quarterback destinations. James, take it away. Yeah, so uh, I'm just going to give you the name of a quarterback, and you're going to tell me where he plays. So up first, Aaron Rodgers will play for blank. Key, go. Green Bay. Green Bay Packers. He's not going anywhere. He'll be a Green Bay Packer. They get everything resolved. They make him the highest paid player in the history of the NFL. Paid player. Key, I'm going to go with the Denver Broncos, man. He's seen Tom Brady have a little change in his career and have success doing it. No, Aaron Rodgers is not worried about going to the AFC West while all those other quarterbacks are or the AFC, period. Competitors don't think like that. So I have A-Rod going to the Broncos. It's a tough one, but I will agree with Harry, the Broncos. I'd like to see Tennessee, which was Key's idea. I think that would be great. But I believe Aaron Rodgers winds up as the third best quarterback in his division next year in the AFC West. Go ahead. Are you ever going to stop telling that joke? Also, it's not I'm a joke. Ju- I'm dead serious. I do not. I <laughs> no, do not like Aaron Rodgers in the AFC West. I'm going to go on the record as saying that. Uh, please stop talking. Why do you think that. it's a joke? Those dudes are better than him. All right. Uh, Russell Wilson will play for blank next season. Mm. Denver Broncos. Stop with the Broncos. The Broncos don't need a quarterback. The Denver Broncos, because they couldn't land Aaron Rodgers, they go get Russell Wilson. See, I got him remaining in Seattle. I just don't see Seattle letting them go and starting things all the way back over. We all know how hard it is, man, to find a franchise quarterback and what it can do to your organization when you let one go. So I got the Seattle Seahawks um, sticking with Russell Wilson, Russell Wilson sticking with them. New Orleans Saints. Russell Wilson to the New Orleans Saints. All right, next up, Jimmy Garoppolo will play for blank next season. The Seattle Seahawks. <laughs> no, I'm kidding, the Raiders. He'll, be, he'll, play for the, he'll play for the Raiders next year. Carr will be moved 
to the New Orleans Saints. Wow. I got them, I got them going to the Pittsburgh Steelers. I think it's a good spot for them. You have a lot of young talent around them at the tight end position, wide receiver position, running back. I think they just got to get that old line situated up there in Pittsburgh, but I got Jimmy G going to Pittsburgh. I'm going to say Pittsburgh, but not because I actually think he's going there. I just want to see him in Pittsburgh for the reasons Harry just said. Mike Tomlin squeezes 8-10 wins out of a team without a quarterback, right? With Jimmy G, who whenever he plays, wins three-quarters of his game. I lo- Tomlin could mess around and win a Super Bowl with Jimmy G. I'm going to say yeah. Pittsburgh. Josh McDaniels flips Carr for one, picks up Jimmy for two. Reunite. Mm. Reunited and yep, it be, feels so good. That'd be interesting for sure. All right. Well, uh, Key already uh, answered this one, uh, so we'll start with Harry here. Uh, Derek Carr will play for blank next season. I got him going with the Raiders. I, I just don't see Josh McDaniels getting rid of Derek Carr. Key, you said Carr is what, what kind of quarterback? One of the best in the league? Yeah, I think he is. I think he's one of the I'm best. I'm not getting rid of him. If, if I'm a first-year head coach, no, I'm not doing that. And I understand, Key, you said he possibly can trade for Jimmy G in that whole whole ordeal. But I want to see what Derek Carr can do with Josh McDaniels at the ham, taking over things in uh, Las Vegas. See, I think Carr will be in this. I think Carr may, you know, you flip him for one to New Orleans at the 18th pick, give him to New Orleans, and New Orleans is rolling out of your division, out of your conference, and you rolling with him. It's, it's all good now. I got Jimmy G for a two. I win. I, I think – Derek Carr is a top 10, 12 quarterback. And I think that even if I wouldn't build around him, but I think he kind of works on any team. Like if you got him, you got him. You don't need to be looking. So why would the Raiders go looking? They got their guy. I'm going to say Raiders. Anytime he says the uh, Saints are going to do something, my ears perk up. hundred percent. By the way, reason, but James, I'm trying to why. I'm like trying a, to play the game honestly. You yeah, know what I mean? But yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. know why. It's just something about whenever he says something about the Saints, like he has a connection or something. Yeah, okay, I um, agree. So the next quarterback, Baker Mayfield, will play for blank next season. Keith. The Browns. He's the Browns. He's a Cleveland Brown. Yeah, I think the Browns. But here, here's the thing. I think the Browns. If Kirk Cousins isn't traded there. Right, we know the 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 relationship between Kevin Stefanski and Kirk Cousins. Um, if they're able to get a trade done, then Baker Mayfield won't be there. But if they can't, then Baker Mayfield will be in Cleveland. I'm gonna say Baker Mayfield will play for the love of the game because it ain't gonna be for forty million a year. <laughs> I mean, he'll play somewhere. He's good enough to start, but you know, it'll probably be Cleveland. I, I actually don't think Kirk Cousins is better than him. I'd rather have him than Kirk Cousins. All in, but. What? Whatever. Yeah, I'd rather have Baker Mayfield than Kirk Cousins. I think a little better. What? Yep. Yep. All right. Uh, Carson Wentz will play for blank next season. Key. G-Man. The Giants. Whoa. He's going to the New York football Giants. Don't say that. To battle it out with Danny Dimes. So, for me, I got him going to the either the Washington Commanders or New Orleans. I think those are two spots. That you can see. The bad thing about that is that you don't have Sean Payton there to groom him and, and switch his mindset and get his mindset going and have him be that late season guy that the Colts were hoping that he was when they traded for him. So I got him either going to Washington or New Orleans. Pick one. It's filling the blank, not blanks. I go Washington <laughs> football team. I mean, okay. Washington Commanders. Thank you. Uh, it's a trick question. 
The question is, who will he play for? He ain't playing for anyone next year. He ain't starting. I don't, he might not get into an NFL <laughs> game next year. Gee, so he ain't playing for anyone. Man. He might. Be, he'll be on a roster. You want me to guess which roster Carson Wentz would be on? I don't. Just like what irrelevant? I, I don't know. I, uh, it's gonna Gee, be some team like you know <laughs> Seattle if they lose Russell Wilson. You know, you just like okay. some placeholder somewhere. Some G-man, backup I'm somewhere. Telling you, I'm telling you, G-Man. Don't do that to me, Key. Stop that. All right, one, one more real quick. Tom Brady will play for blank next season. His couch on his super yacht. That's Damn what he's playing right. for. Yeah, he's going to be on the couch, man. He's going to be at home with those kids. Yeah, Tom Brady's going to play for Team Brady for his family. He'll be, he'll be around for the family next year. Now, two years from now, we should have a talk. But next year, Tom Brady ain't playing football, I don't Max, think. Max, he can't move two years from now, man. I don't know. If this move. is Tom Brady. I've learned my lesson. Tom versus How Tom. How will the arrival – what kind of impact will the arrival of Harden have on Joel Embiid? We're going to talk about that coming up. Keyshawn J. Will and Max, ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn J. Will and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com.